Welcome to episode 29 of the Mayberry Devotional, entitled, Judge Not. In today's episode, I want to look at episode 26 of the Andy Griffith Show, The Inspector, and I'll use scripture from Matthew chapter 7, verse 1. So this episode starts off with Andy coming into the courthouse with the mail and catching Barney playing a game of checkers, by himself. When Andy quizzes him about it, he finds out that Barney plays other games by himself also. They end up going through the mail, and Andy finds a package from the Hubacher brothers. They made Andy and Barney a wallet and a bookmark while they were in state prison. This is the same Hubacher brothers we see from the Christmas episode, and they're still in prison. While looking through the mail, Barney finds a letter from the state inspector's office of a coming inspection. Barney starts to panic when he finds out the inspector is supposed to make an appearance on the same day that the letter comes in. Andy tries to reassure him that it's just Sam Allen coming, and it's more of a social call than anything. Of course, this doesn't sit well with Barney, who thinks the empty courthouse doesn't look good, so he goes out and finds Otis to lock up. Otis informs Andy and Barney that it's his birthday, and Andy decides to get a cake and celebrate with Otis and the coming Sam Allen. While Andy's out getting a cake, Otis is resting at the desk, and Inspector Ralph Case comes in, who has taken over for Sam Allen. Right away, Inspector Case doesn't seem to be the amicable inspector that Sam Allen has a reputation for. While doing his inspection of the courthouse, Inspector Case finds that Barney does not have a bullet in his gun, and has Barney load his gun just to have Barney accidentally discharge his weapon. Inspector Case threatens to have Andy and Barney both removed from office because of what he's seen. The next scene shows Opie coming into the courthouse with a hat and tie. He said it's because Barney was telling Aunt B that he didn't have one. So Andy obliges Opie, and when Barney comes in, he finds Andy wearing his fishing hat and his polka dot tie. While cleaning the jail cells, Barney closes the door on him and Andy and locks himself in the cell. We then see Mr. Case come in and catches them locked up and threatens this in his report. We then see one of Mayberry's citizens coming in reporting that Luke Rayner is operating his steel again and is shooting at people. Andy and Barney head that way with Inspector Case following close by. When they get to Luke's house, Luke fires at the three of them. Inspector Case tries to bring the state police in, but Andy just has plans to wait on him and let him calm down. Andy then walks into live fire as Inspector Case's boss shows up and sees Andy making an easy arrest. When Mr. Case's boss asks why he's in such an uproar, Mr. Case tries to explain, then realizes it's just not worth it. The epilogue shows Inspector Case's boss finishing the inspection and passing the Mayberry Courthouse with flying colors while Mr. Case stays in the background silently. The illustration that I want to use from today's episode is that of judgment. Once Inspector Case arrives at the courthouse, we see the judging begin. Mr. Case judges them because Otis is outside his cell. He judges them because of the cake that Andy brought for Otis. He judges them by how cozy the jail cells look. He judges them because Barney doesn't have a bullet in his gun, and it just about gets him shot because of it. Later on in the episode, he judges Andy for his funny hat and tie. Then he makes a mistake of judging Andy on his handling of Luke Rayner. Matthew 7 1 says, Judge not that you be not judged. I believe with John 3.16, the 23rd Psalm, and John 11.35, this is one of the most quoted scriptures that people use. By the way, John 11.35 is Jesus wept. It's one of the favorite among kids when it comes to memorizing Bible verses. However, I do believe that more people take this out of context and haven't studied its meaning. Many people also quote this verse and they tell you that God alone judges, even though John 5.22 tells us that God has entrusted judgment to his son, Jesus Christ, but that's a lesson for another day. 
It is Jesus speaking these words of Matthew, and when you read the next couple of verses, we see how Jesus is talking about what you might call an unrighteous judgment. I believe that Jesus is telling us that we can judge, but it has to be for the right reason, and we have to have a right heart for doing it. I believe we are to judge others for the purpose of correcting them and not for the purpose of hurting them. Sometimes I do things that aren't right, and I've had fellow Christians judge my actions and correct me on it, and I'm thankful they did. I don't think it would be right for me to judge and try to correct somebody who gets drunk every weekend if I have a case of beer in my fridge. I don't think I have the right to judge someone with a gambling addiction if I'm playing bingo every Friday night. Uh Uh-oh, as the old joke goes, you know, I went from preaching to meddling now. However, I do want somebody to judge my actions if I'm telling jokes that I shouldn't be telling as a Christian. I do want somebody to judge me and correct me if I'm doing something that is tearing down other Christians. Not only do I think that they have a right to, I think they have an obligation to. In the next verse, Jesus says that in the way we judge, we shall be judged. And in verse 3 and 4, Jesus compares judgment to looking at a splinter of wood in someone else's eye while we walk around with a log in our eye. While that seems to be like a huge contrast here, Jesus knows that that's the way people react. The Pharisees love to find the fault in others without noticing the fault in themselves. How many preachers will preach about tithing, but do not tithe to the church the way that they preach? How many times as Christians do we judge our neighbors for not coming to church, but have failed never inviting them to come? How many times do we praise God for visitors coming to the church only to judge them and talk about them while they sit in our pew? Oh, looks like I'm doing it again. I'm going from preaching to meddling. There's an old joke about a country farmer who showed up in this big city church in his overalls on Sunday. The ushers politely met him after church and told him that if he come back, he needed to pray that God would tell him how to dress. The next Sunday, the farmer shows up for church again the same way. After church, the ushers then proceed to ask him why he didn't pray that God would tell him how to dress. The farmer then replies that he did pray to God about how to dress, but God answered back, I don't know. I've never been there. You see, the church was ready to judge his poor old country farmer's clothing, but never judge their own worship service. They never realized that the presence of God was not in their church. Inspector Case was just doing his job, and maybe he's doing it just too well. His judgment of Andy and Barney seemed at times to be hurtful, and that is what I believe Jesus was actually teaching against. If we're judging someone to correct them, it needs to be done in love. If it seems like I'm judging you and trying to correct you from driving 65 and a 25, it's probably for good reason. But if I'm doing it so that I can drive 95, then, well, I'm probably the one that Jesus is talking about in these verses. If we're going to judge others, we need to do it with love, and we need to do it with the intentions of building them up and not tearing them down. So, I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Mayberry Devotional. If you haven't already, subscribe to the podcast and leave me a rating or a comment. I'd appreciate it. Join me next week on the Mayberry Devotionals. We'll be looking at episode 27, Ellie Saves a Female. Until then, thanks for listening.